Z. And hey, it's JB, totally not a doctor, but ready to talk about my feelings. <laughs> Don't yell at him. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yell at me. Don't yell at her. That's the deal, right? Don't yell at Dr. Z. She's the one providing information. You can yell at me all you want. I can take it. I can take it. Yeah. All right. We can both take it. Yell at, yell at each other. <laughs> What's on the docket today, Dr. Z? Today we're going to talk about something that I get questioned about a lot, and it's probably one of the biggest things that I work on with people who have been now out of a narcissistic abusive relationship, and that yeah. is they begin to feel as though they have wasted so many years of their life being in this relationship and it's a yeah it's an incredible realization when you hopefully finally well i don't know if it's hopeful but at least you're arriving at an answer of like oh wow this might have been a total mirage and immediately and you should feel this way you completely feel fucked up like you Correct. you don't know what you are anymore you you realized how manipulative you've been or have been manipulated and it is incredibly hard to grasp that. So, like, what's the, uh, you know, you, you always have to start from somewhere, obviously, but what are some of the, the things that you can kind of ease that yeah. pain, at least initially? So what I first tell people is the good thing is that if you've come to the realization or this, and we'll, and we'll talk about why it's not wasted, but if, when you come to the realization that, you know, oh, my God, I have wasted all of these years of my life, in order to come to that realization, you also simultaneously have to have had gained objectivity to how dysfunctional the relationship was. Because until you realize that you're with somebody that's a narcissist, you would never think you wasted time because you're so in it. So once you have come to the realization, only then can that, that thought of, oh my God, I wasted so many years of my life even come into play yeah. so it's actually a very healthy thing when i have patients come in and tell me that they think they've wasted their 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 you know years of their life so mm -hmm. but obviously i don't want them feeling that they've wasted years of their life so that's where the work begins but just for people that are listening to this that feel this way understand that that's actually a step in getting healthier because you can't arrive there unless you've seen the patterns of the narcissist, which you can't unsee. Yeah, and that's something you you tell me all the time because I feel like you know I want to run in there and be Clark Kent or somebody, <laughs> and like we're gonna yell out these things, and then somebody's gonna realize in the moment, like, oh no, Clark this Kent. is what Doctor C uh, talked about, and then it's just it's that's not how this works. Like it is like a you're gonna get hit in the face almost of like the reality that yeah. comes to you. There's yes. no prevention in this really. It's just like uh, that thing we talk about. Like we hope you hit the bottom. Yes. Of this and this is good. The first part of that bottom after you're leaving yes. with the narcissist. Yes, yeah. and and that's why we do this to mm -hmm. educate people on the red flags of narcissism so that they don't have to enter this. So it's like preventative medicine mm -hmm. almost. Yes. is how I like to say it. Um, so okay, so somebody or you know anyone that's listening feels that they have been in these relationships and they've wasted so much time, or even if it's with a parent or a sibling or a friend where you've been in this chaotic mess for years and it's draining, it's exhausted you, and now you you realize the patterns, you realize it's narcissistic in nature, you realize it's unhealthy, you separate, you get out, bravo, um, and now you're on the other side and it hits you like a ton of bricks. Oh my God, I've been in this marriage for 20 years and now I'm 50 years old mm. 
I don't know who I am. I don't know what my interests are. I don't even know what music I like. I don't know what my style of clothing is that I that I like. Who are my friends? And it's a really kind of traumatizing situation to be in. And also, there's a lot of mourning that has to take place of a yeah. life that you wanted that you didn't have or a life that you thought you were going to have that you were tricked into that you never had. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of stuff going on is, okay, what do I do now? I don't want to waste any more time. And, but then there's also that, am I even capable at this point of having a healthy relationship with others and myself going forward? And mm -hmm. the answer to all of that is yes, obviously, but it takes a lot of work. Yeah. And, uh, we, we got into this a little bit in season one, but like that, that clean break from a typical relationship, you know, you're out, you feel like yourself again a little bit because mm -hmm. you're like, ah, finally. And even I get, if it's you know. not a clean break, even right, if it's right. back and forth, back and forth, you get back together, you break up and you have like a well, one night stand with them and you get, you know, it, it, there could be a million different things. It doesn't have to be a clean break. But even those toxic relationships that mm -hmm. aren't clean breaks are still uniquely inherently different than a narcissistic breakup. Yes. Oh, big time. And that's why you say like it does need quite a bit of healing and that is also undefined like i, I feel as though we always want a, a boundary on like okay is this like a three to six month bounce back is yeah. this that it's like this is a it's lifetime. whenever yeah, yeah it's this whenever is it bounces back and i i think a lot of times too you know especially in social 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 media social media social media that's where red flag ricky hangs out <laughs> and that's social media social media uh you know a lot of people will talk about you know how to get over these traumatic experiences or how to get over a breakup with a narcissist. And Can I just say I hate those two words? Hate them. Put together. Hate it's them. It's the worst thing in the world. Um, you don't get over it because it's changed who you are. It's a traumatic experience. It's been years in the making. And to have the expectation for yourself to get over it, set you up for failure, is completely unrealistic. And there is an acceptance of it changed who you are. You mm. cannot go back to, and again, don't yell at me. <laughs> but you can't go back to who you were pre-narcissistic relationship. Correct. Nor, at the end of the day, when people say they've wasted time, you wouldn't want to go back to who you were pre-narcissistic relationship because you didn't have the awareness that you do now. Mm -hmm. Right? And I guarantee you on the other side, you will become a much stronger person than you were going into this. Mm -hmm. um, even if you thought you were a stronger person then, which you very well may could because we know narcissists like to go for strong-minded people, like to go for driven people, because it makes them look better and mm -hmm. they can steal their thunder, but um, it is not a good rule or goal to be, let me get back to pre. Yes, um, You've changed, this experience changed you, and part of the acceptance of this is understanding that it did change who you are. Mm -hmm. And by the way, while we're on that topic, too, I know this kind of gets tossed around like during these periods and I'm just like this. And I think there are some great folks, actually, that uh, you have promoted on Instagram, too, of, you know, uh, this whole celebrating the trauma because it changed. It made me better in I the end. That. Oh, I hate that. That's another no, one no, of no. these during this time. Yes. We're like, absolutely not. Yes. It and cannot it be accepted in any form or fashion. One of my colleagues, Dr. Jen Wolken, who I love, and mm -hmm. her name's Dr. Jen on Instagram, follow her. She um, she really, really promotes the idea that trauma did not, trauma doesn't always make you stronger. In yeah. fact, it trauma breaks you down, affects your immune system, um, gives you self-doubt, loss of sense, sense of identity. Trauma is not... Um, 
is not always something that makes you stronger. And so if people feel like they're going to crumble and people feel like they're going to fall apart because of their trauma, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Nothing's wrong with you. Period. There doesn't have to be a silver lining in your trauma. There doesn't have to be a silver lining of, you know, like, for example, somebody's in a, a relationship with a narcissist for 30 years. They finally get out or even three months and they finally get out. But you have these two wonderful children. Correct, you do. But because you have these wonderful children does not mean then that that should make up for these 30 years of hell that you've been through. Right. You can be grateful for your children and at the same exact time feel like you've just lost so much. Mm -hmm. You can have both at the same exact time because it's invalidating the person's experiences. And I think it also, there's a lot of societal pressure too on to like, in the same way that there is no time limit on getting over something Correct. or managing something or whatever it is, uh, there isn't the, there, you know, like there's no rules on you have to stay together for the children. No. Or you have to stay together for this, that. No. Like you've got to do what is best for yourself. Yes. For those kids. And sometimes it has to be you first. And how's this? I've had more people than, I don't think I have... I'm not going to say ever because I'm sure that's not true. But yeah. I have had, I'll say most people that I've seen will actually say the opposite after they get out of a narcissistic relationship. They will say, I can't believe I stayed in that with my kids mm -hmm. for that long. It's actually the opposite. Before you leave, it's I don't want to split up the family. I don't, you know, I hate the word broken home. It like enrages me because like I always say like my parents are divorced. Had they stayed together, that, that would have been a broken <laughs> home. Like, yeah, yeah. It was much more unbroken when they weren't together. So um, I think that this idea of staying for your children as a parent, and I'm sure you as a parent, we understand where that idea comes from. Mm -hmm. Of course, you want your family to stay intact. But if you can have two people be happier, healthier adults, better parents when they're not together, well, that's not a broken home, yeah. right? Um, I just think it's a very old school... Um, What's shitty advice. Yeah, <laughs> shitty advice. Correct. Let's just get right just, to the it's point. Just it's really advice. shitty advice. It's just shitty advice. advice. Yeah, yeah. Don't yell at me. Yeah. Um, and it's just unrealistic. It just doesn't fit anymore. And so, um, you know, this time period that people feel they've wasted, okay, I think that there is a level of acceptance of, did you stay in a relationship that was horrifically traumatizing, abusive, and traumatic? Yes, mm -hmm. you did. Mm -hmm. Was it your fault? 100% not. And I think people that say, well, you have to take accountability for... Okay, but you it's very difficult to tell someone to take accountability for staying in an abusive relationship when they don't understand how brainwashed, how scared, mm -hmm. fearful, no support. Like They don't understand how difficult it is to get out of that. So... If you want to take take accountability for doing the best that you absolutely could in the situation that you're in, um, it's not your fault that you didn't leave earlier. Right. Oh, At definitely all. not. It yeah. is not your fault. You did the best you could with what you had, um, and sometimes it's just flat out unsafe to leave. Period. Mm -hmm. And if you feel your kids are unsafe, it's just that's why people stay. They don't have finance access to finances. They have no social support. So it's not as easy as just why didn't you leave? Yeah. You because can't. like. To and, and to your point, if 
if you're listening to this and be like, oh, there's no way, there's no way I would do oh, that. There's no way. Like, to, you already said it yeah. in the show. Like, it doesn't matter. They will go after the it, driven. They will go after yeah. the rich. They will go after it. Like, you don't realize mm-hmm. how you've been manipulated nope. until you've until the very end. That's right. I, I until descri- this wake up call. Yeah, yeah, I describe it as like a like a cage almost, where every so often a bar is put up, but it's mm-hmm. so slow. And insidious. You don't realize it's happening until like years later. You look around and you're like, I've been in a fucking zoo. How do yeah, you? Yeah, how like, like yeah. how do I get? What? How did this happen? Mm-hmm. And by then, your sense of self and your confidence is just rocked, and it is really difficult to get out of. Um, so that's something. So yes, you've accepted you've been in this relationship. Okay, fine. You've accepted that it's been traumatic. You've accepted that it's been horrible for you. That still doesn't mean a wasted time because you it's very easy to look backwards with the knowledge you have now of narcissism and judge yourself before. Right. It's like if I knew then what I know now about like a million things, I would have done it differently. Yes. Yeah. But I didn't. And that's experience. And right. that's your And so, you know, I don't like saying there's a silver lining to everything because sometimes there isn't. And sometimes there's this acceptance of I spent a really long time in something really, really shitty. Yeah. And now I have the knowledge that I didn't have before. Now I can make my life what I want it based on what I have now. And yes, this changed me. Would I, you know, have not wanted to go through that? Sure. And some people may say, but yeah, thank God I have these children. But if you're the one saying that, it's different than somebody saying to you, but at least you have your kids. Yeah. You know, because if I was getting out of something like that and I had my children, I mean, yeah, that's the silver lining for me. But not everybody feels that way. Uh, And that's okay. Uh, And that's total. And yes, that's that's actually the perfect place to be is to be like, well, I'm aware of what happened. It really sucks. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to bounce back. And I would say the best part of knowing when you're starting to be healed during some of this process is the moment when you're like, okay, I don't know who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. Ooh, let's go find out who I am again. Like once you can kind of get to that point and be like, that's yeah, you right. know what? I was always had this. Fuck it, I'm gonna have um, almond That's ice right. cream and, right. and see if I like it again. That's exactly I'm gonna go right. drum. I'm gonna do this. You know, like. And I say that, and I know for a lot of women in the beginning, men too, that mm-hmm. it's really difficult to even think of being your own self. You know, you've depended on somebody else for so long to define your narrative, to define your reality, to define your existence, and so to say, all right, now you're on your own to figure out who you want to be is really scary. It's really scary to you and I, you know, we may think like, yes, right. Like, let's go. But for somebody else, I mean, it's really scary. They they have a very hard time making decisions of like what food to order at a restaurant. Yep. Yep. So it's all these little things that make it inherently different. Right. Than a than a I don't want to say regular toxic breakup, but like you're, you know, a toxic breakup. Um, it's really difficult to to manage your day to day when you've never you weren't even it wasn't even on your radar to be able to manage your day to day. You were told what to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So it, I think it's something where you really need help. You really need a therapist who understands narcissism, who understands what it does to your sense of self and to work with you on accepting the situation as it was mm-hmm. um, and accepting that it did change you and looking at what you can do moving forward to kind of reformulate who you want to be. And maybe some of the 
you know, pre-narcissistic relationship you still want to keep. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Great. Hold on to that. Build upon it. What do you want to do? Try out new things when you're ready, as you're ready. And it's going to be a really slow process. Yeah. Really slow. Because of, and I would assume because of your anxiety, your depression, everything that you're kind of going through here. And this is what I want to keep pointing out too, because the first one helped me out so wonderfully is your new book, Find Good Habits, I think is kind of one of those things that you could kind of get yourself into in terms of like, what are my goals? What do I value? How do I decompress all these feelings that I have so I can do my day-to-day stuff and figure all that stuff out? Uh, Really wonderful. Of course, uh, Target, Amazon, you know the drill. Uh, and if it's sold out, uh, drjamiezuckerman.com. I'm sure she's got a copy in her back seat somewhere. Um, Literally. <laughs> and that's uh, the other thing, too, is just like I know we emphasize this when people. Well, here, here's what in my experience, I want to know if this is quite clinically true, too. When you're in this mode, you're going to do two things. Be so depressed that like you don't want to see anybody mm-hmm. eventually come out of your shell. Or it's the other extreme where you're like, fuck it, it's a rager, I'm going to mm-hmm. drink or smoke or both. whatever it is, and uh, I'm going to go out and, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> and find yep. as many partners as I can because, yep. like, I just... Yes. Screw it. And is that really the main two reactions? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, you nailed it. Yes, it's it's either a total withdrawal... And uh, here's the thing. Both sides are totally appropriate responses. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, both sides, like yeah. both sides to something like this are totally understandable i don't judge anybody for either of those Mm -hmm. they both make sense because remember if you look at the function of both of them withdrawing not communicating cutting yourself off is avoidance going out and sleeping with as many people as you can Mm -hmm. drinking as much as you can doing as many drugs as you can to forget what you're feeling is also avoidance so both extremes are avoidant based and so you work with people on kind of gradually coming to the middle right yep. because neither side is 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 healthy right yes. and like one is definitely like very dangerous and and you know and the other one is is dangerous in a, in a different way mm-hmm. but those are usually the two responses that i see because when you're dealing with a traumatic event when you're dealing with chronic post-traumatic stress disorder um your coping skills are kind of buried deep underneath and so mm-hmm. we need to bring them back out so that these extremes kind of come towards the middle yeah and that's like to me, that's the two phases of my anxiety most yeah. of the time, too. It's either like completely in a hole right. or so gassed up, I got to yes. keep going. Correct. You know, it's just like there's, and finding that middle is very, very that's the peaceful. Gray area. Yep. That, that, that wonderful yep. gray that we can kind of just manage yep. and hang out in. And this is also one of the things that you say is also like one of the dangerous parts of this time. And, 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 uh, Feel free to yell at me because okay. <laughs> this is I this is <coughs> to, to to be fully transparent. Ready. This is how me and my current wife met. You know, like I met her at a time when she was on the downswing yeah. of of this. And so like, yeah, there are a lot of things that if you're a person that you don't know, first of all, coming That's into right. a relationship like that, you're going wait a minute, what are you seeing that I'm saying? What is it that's reminding you? And if you don't have that information, yep. oh boy, is it like, it was, it was rough <laughs> to, well, to, for, for it to be, but now like, like everything, I mean, you, you, we communicate, we understand. If you have a healthy partnership, yeah. right? Cause you also have to remember part of this, this realization that you've quote wasted time mm-hmm. um, and kind of figuring out what to do now also involves 
understanding how it affected your life so that you don't continue to make choices consistent with what's been familiar with you for so or familiar to you for so long. And so you that's why I say it's really important to go into therapy with somebody who understands this before you really start dating again. Mm-hmm. You really need to figure out what you're, you know, as like you said with the book, find good habits. You start with what are your values? And a lot of people coming out of these relationships don't necessarily know what they value because they weren't allowed to have their own values. And so you figure out your values and then your goals based on your values and you look at your patterns and what you attract and what you give off. And, you know, it, it's 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 important to really understand that before you get into it or else you're getting into a relationship with no solid sense of who you are. And it doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. none of us really have a hundred percent sense of like who we are. I mean, there's sometimes where like I'll come in and be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> is that me? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. but, um, but that's nor again, it's healthy. It's normal. None of us are perfect. We're still going to screw up. We're still going to make mistakes. you may always be drawn to people with narcissistic styles about them. Yeah. But if you're in therapy and you understand that you can, st- you can be mindful and aware of it and stop yourself before you repeat patterns. Yeah. Um, so as far as wasted time, uh, you know, I never tell anyone that it wasn't wasted because that's their, that's their experience. Yeah. I don't want to invalidate that. I also don't want to say like, Oh, well it could have been worse or oh, look what you have. You know, it's just sitting with them in that acceptance of that and letting them figure it out. I think I know what your third book should be actually now that I'm thinking about it. Shouldn't we have a Red Flag Ricky book? Don't yell at John Bartrick. Uh, that's the fourth book. Oh, okay. <laughs> Red Flag Ricky, yes. Red Flag Ricky. Yes. Red Flag Ricky. I'm telling you, between the narcissistic bingo card, <laughs> between Red Flag Ricky, I feel like we could we could Clark Kent this thing and there'd be enough can, awareness can, out there. That's a second Clark Kent reference. Yeah. And so there's a, probably a bunch of people listening that don't Superman. know who Clark the, Kent uh, is. The alter ego of Superman, I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. yeah. The, the nerd mm-hmm. in glasses that's mm-hmm. uh, not... not uh, Correct. Yeah, right. in the in the suit and all that yes. stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I hope that there is a, a, a bunch of you that you know, um, Doctor Z is helping right now, and in, uh, in terms of the awareness and understanding of like if you are in the middle of this or in that trying to get to that gray zone, um, this is uh, why we have these conversations. I think it's very important. And where can they find you if? They want to continue some of these conversations, including some of that wonderful narcissistic coaching that you do. Yes. Well, thank you, John Barchard. <laughs> um, my website is drjamiezuckerman.com. Uh, and uh, yes, I do coaching for people who are either in narcissistic relationships, coming out of them, or have been out of them for quite some time, but are still having these residual effects, which is, again, very normal and common. Um, or you can reach me on Instagram, z underscore psychologist because the one I wanted was not available. <laughs> what an amazing can we can we uh can we raise like a is there like an Indiegogo or a GoFundMe to like just just grab something shorter? Yes. Think about it. I think everybody I think we, I think we should ideas. make it shorter. <laughs> it's it's me, Dr. Z. I think that's gotta be available I, somewhere, I, right? I, it has to be. All right. If it's not we'll uh, by the posted. time you watch and listen to this, then uh, then you'll you'll know when the day we discovered it. So uh, I am John Barchard. You can follow me at John Barchard on the Twitter.com and also on Instagram as well. Dr. Z, thank you as always. Thank you. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.